This episode of the Comedy Zone podcast is brought to you by BarkBox. Make your best friend happy at getbarkbox.com slash comedy zone. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ podcast and email us at comedyzonepodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. Hey guys, it's Brian. Uh, it is Friday, June 16th, as uh, you are listening to the show on the day it came out. Um, we have uh, lots of scheduling conflicts uh, this week. I was out of town for a couple days for business. Will Jacobs is uh, with family up in the Philadelphia area showing off the new uh, baby. Sammy Joe Francis is off doing what Sammy Joe does uh, on Friday mornings. Uh, so it, we, what we've decided to do for uh, this week is uh, to issue a best of podcast, but it's uh, best of uh, uh, some of our favorite dads in honor of uh, Father's Day, which is uh, June 18th coming up. So make sure you call your dad if you haven't already. Go ahead and pause. We'll wait. Call your dad. I wish him happy Father's Day. And uh, say hi from us at the Comedy Zone podcast. He he can be one of the two friends you tell about the podcast uh, this week. But uh, what we're doing uh, with the podcast, uh, we're going to re-air interviews with some of our favorite dads. Josh Blue, uh, one of our favorite comics in general, one of our favorite guests, also one of our favorite dads. So you'll hear from Josh Blue in just a moment. Uh, uh, Al Madrigal, uh, he's a dad. He's He's got a new stand-up special, uh, Shrimp and Ain't Easy. Very, very funny. If you haven't seen it, Al Madrigal, also one of our favorite comics, one of our favorite dads as well. And the Sklar brothers, Jason and Randy Sklar, both of them parents, both of them fathers. Uh, you'll hear from them as well. So Josh Blue, Al Madrigal this week, and uh, the Sklar brothers. Pretty good lineup under any circumstances, let alone uh, here in honor of uh, Father's Day. So uh, that's what you've got this week. As always, uh, you can help support the podcast by telling a couple folks about us. And uh, by going to BarkBox at getbarkbox.com slash comedy zone and uh, get a subscription, either a six or 12 month uh, subscription, all kinds of cool stuff at BarkBox. You'll hear more about that a little bit later as well. And I do want to say one thing before we uh, start the show. I was in Atlanta for work uh, for about two and a half days this week. Now, Charlotte to Atlanta should be uh, about three and a half hours to where I was going. Uh, five and a half hours going there. Nearly seven hours coming back. Let me just say this, Atlanta. Uh, you deserve everything you got in Super Bowl 51. That's all I'm saying. So um, the final message here is uh, suck at Atlanta and uh, enjoy the podcast, everyone. We'll see you next week. You weren't kidding with playing songs that get stuck in your head. Earworms. Yeah, that's the whole point today. We're playing songs that get stuck in your head, Josh. You're welcome. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's our gift to you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, thank you. All right, Josh Blue in the house with us. We were talking a little bit about you before you got here. All good things, I promise. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, good. Just don't listen to the first segment of this podcast. I'm just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> um, but Brian was saying he's met you a couple times. I have not. Hi. Hi. So good to meet you. Um, and I know you're from Denver. Yes, ma'am. And you were just telling us off the mic that you have had 40 flights over the past two months. Yeah, it's insane. That's insane. You have to have so many miles. I do. I just keep <laughs> using them up, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, just keep recycling them through. Yeah, I do close to 150 shows a year on the road, which is insane. But, yeah. But, you know, I'm not complaining. It's just exhausting, and TSA can suck it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. That's how I feel. I feel like everybody feels that way. It's just you've been tortured with it because you've had to do it so many times. Did you do the TSA pre-check? I did, yeah. Any help? Yeah, I mean, it definitely makes it faster to go through. But to me, it's like uh, that TSA pre just proves how big of false security it is because, what, terrorists don't have $80 to spend? Right, and won't do the, the, what is it, like a fingerprint? Check? I didn't even have to do that. Oh wow! <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, it's just like a money if, making. Yeah, thing yeah. They're just the, uh, cash cows. And whoever there. came up with TSA, I think it's just like has stock in Johnson and Johnson. You know, like, <laughs> let's take your lotions. That's right. It's like, how can we make people buy more shit? It's a big lotion scam. <laughs> it is, man. 
And if you don't want to give up your lotions, you just give us $80 exactly. and we'll let you slide Perfect. through. Exactly. That's exactly. genius. Why didn't we yeah. think of this, Brian? So when you pre-screen, do you have to, like, how does that work? Do you just waltz through or do they check you at all? or you just? There's a separate line. There's a separate line. And okay. I mean, you don't have to take your shoes off and you don't have to take your coat off and you don't have to take your computer out. It's like, okay. it's so ridiculous. All yeah. the stuff that you wouldn't have to do. Oh, and you don't have to go through the body scanner. What do you, you go through? You only have to go through the metal detector. Oh, okay. Which is ridiculous. Right. I mean, uh, again, I'm glad I don't have to right. go on the big cancer yeah, yeah. machine. But Yeah, $80 well. Yeah, well spent. Yeah. For freedom, for my freedom. Yeah, it's all about the freedom. Yeah, you can yeah. buy freedom now. It's great. So how is it living in uh, Denver? Uh, you know, Denver's a boom town. I know you guys here in Charlotte have been blowing up. Uh, we are right there on par with you. Since yeah, except your team's doing better. Right, as <laughs> usual. And we yeah, have really. and we have legal weed. So <laughs> right, we're so winning, you're really winning. And we're not in the South, so it's great. Yeah. <laughs> we're just winning all around. But y'all experience winter in a different way. Like, it's freezing outside to me, right, right. and you rock in, walk in with, like, a light jacket. Yeah, like this know. is nothing to you uh you know i wouldn't say that i grew up in minnesota and oh, then wow. i fucking moved yeah that's then, smart uh, yeah and then uh yeah i mean everyone's like oh you should be used to it you're from this no i don't like the shit it's just where right. i live <laughs> another secret is everybody thinks that it's really cold in denver but it's the second sunniest city in the nation we get over 300 days of sun a year and we only it only snows during football games, so you think that it's <laughs> <laughs> only on Sundays. It's convenient though that during that a lot of time. Yeah, it's yeah. at home field advantage. Yeah, exactly. So what made you move to Denver? Uh, you know, I graduated from college. I was going to school in Olympia, Washington, and then uh, my friend Liz was like, "What are you doing after college?" I was like, "I have no idea." <laughs> Move to Denver with me, okay? Just <laughs> wow. That's it. That was all. <laughs> That was the best she didn't even have to sell you on it. Yeah, I had nothing else to fucking do. <laughs> Olympia, is that a super, uh, is that similar to Seattle where it's very gray and yeah, rainy? Yeah, it's really, really gray and rainy. Yeah, it I sounds like an uplifting there. place. My sophomore year, they broke the record for most days of no sun. It was over over 200 days wow. the sun never came up. Well, no no wonder you moved to Denver. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Easy but, switch. But... Uh, the college was awesome. Hippie college. I actually studied stand up there. Wow. Uh, pretty cool. Which was like <laughs> renting Richard Pryor tapes and getting high. But. <laughs> There's an art to studying yeah. the art form. It is. Yeah. Did you. W- w- what college in, in Olympia? It's called the Evergreen State College. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sound, even the name sounds a little hippie. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say the evergreen. Come on, <laughs> stop it. Yeah, it's uh, a thousand acres of woods is the campus. Pretty wow. beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I bet. I bet that's gorgeous. I went hiking every day. It's gorgeous. Hi? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we don't need to ask that anymore. I'm a high. All right. All right. Just, just wondering. <laughs> the only thing, I think, the only thing, like, College named maybe that would sound more hippie would be like Patchouli State or something like that. that yeah, yeah, they call us Greeners. <laughs> yeah, and our mascot is a giant clam called the Gooey Duck, and it looks like a oh, yeah. is that real yeah. life? It looks like a horse cock. Yeah. Is that true? It's yeah, a it <laughs> the mascot to Gooey. Really it's not a horse. Do they have cock. a football team? Do they have like, like a, a big like no a gooey football? Duck too hippie no, okay. for football. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Um, yeah. uh, rugby and frisbee. Yeah. I'm gonna have and to look this up. Yeah, look up the gooey duck. It's a uh, hacky sack, probably. Yeah, it's like geo duck. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, seen like Geoduck. like Andrew Zimmern's eating them, and I want to say like Mike Rowe on uh, Dirty Jobs did. Yeah, they're nasty looking. Yeah. things, which but I think is hilarious for a mascot. <laughs> come to apparently our, tasty though. Come to our school. Yeah. Our mascots. When you type in the college name, it's the second most googled thing. Speedy the Geo Duck. Yeah, it looks like a. It's, well, it's Gooey Duck. Yeah, get it. Whatever. Right. <laughs> the Geo Duck is a totally different thing. Oh, wow. That is not cute. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. It looks like something ain't right there. But I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's an awesome mascot. Like, besides the, like the actual stand up thing, besides the shell, it almost looks like some weed. Really? Just, just look at that. Oh, that one does. They're not green usually, though. They're I'm just saying, oh, this is one <laughs> is very... Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, is there 
is there like a guy like a mascot? Do you have? Yeah, yeah. there's a mascot. <laughs> it was a guy was dressed up in a giant gooey duck. My buddy Hal, when I went to college, it was so funny. That's man. amazing. He was the best. <laughs> Those things in real life are disgusting. Yeah, they call them the pissers because they like shoot water yeah, out. That's right. Yeah. They like shoot water. Who decided that that would be an appropriate college mascot? I don't know, but that's the school I went to. <laughs> so you don't have that tattoo somewhere in your body? No. Okay. No. Do they have t-shirts? Because now I really want a t-shirt. Oh, yeah, they have that. Yeah. All right, I'm yeah, going to have to get it one. up. Yeah. You're going to support his alma mater. I'm going to get it to you. Yeah. yeah, please do. I'll, I will. That's I'll make a donation in your name. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I actually, um, <laughs> 10 years after I graduated, they invited me to be the... Uh, keynote speaker for commencement that's awesome that's great. really awesome it's yeah super did you dress in that costume <laughs> no i did Damn not <laughs> but it was cool i mean um matt groaning went to the school creator of the Simpsons, oh, is that right yeah and uh he spoke at one of the commencements and wow i mean it was nice a company to keep of, yeah it's a really cool honor and i mean there's like twenty thousand people in the, the audience did you go with your uh what you studied doing comedy up there or did you keep it serious no i i definitely was funny and and i mean there were some things serious to parts. take home but i'm sure mm. it's the only commencement that said shit and asshole and <laughs> <laughs> make it making your name known yeah yeah it, it, it's not like i always do i kind of i mean it's not like College students have never heard shit and asshole before, right. you know. So right. you, you, it's they're uh, usually just saying it amongst themselves. Yeah. yeah, and I figure if your parents let you go to that school, then they probably understand. Right. Yeah. you're not sheltered. You can right, handle right, it. Right, right. That's awesome. How many shows in Charlotte do you have this weekend? Uh, four more to go. I did one last night. It was um, two tonight. And yeah, two so Saturday? two Friday night, two Saturday night. Okay, we're working a cripple down to the bone. Over <laughs> That's how they do. That's yeah, actually, yeah. that was going to be the Comedy Zone's motto. We're going to cripple down to the bone. Yeah, but so. they thought it wouldn't go over so well. Yeah, so. it might be encroaching on the funny bone. Right. <laughs> Chain. <laughs> now, like, you, our, 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 our other uh, podcast host who had to work today is uh, Will Jacobs, who's your feature act this yeah. weekend. Yeah, so you were working he with Will. very funny. Yeah. He said he could only, um, he didn't want to waste all of his funny today, right. so he was just <laughs> reserving it. Yeah, there's the a limited amount for certain people that can only right. get it out. Now, who's your opening? Um, the MC, do we know? I don't know who's MC. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not I sure. I don't learn their names. <laughs> Nor should you. Well, really. I feel like that's, it was yeah. just yesterday that Will was doing opening. Well, he featured. I know, for, that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like just yesterday he was oh, doing... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, yes. Uh, like, just no, yesterday, figuratively. Not, yeah, it's not, been probably... Really yesterday. Yeah, thank yeah. you. He's been, I think he's been featuring probably about a year now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's your co-host and you don't know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I don't ever. They don't talk really. Between, uh, yeah. He's married you? to another woman, so, you know. Oh, bummer, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really gets in the way of our relationship. I guess, yeah. Our bonding. That doesn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> if she was just a willing participant, we wouldn't have this problem. Right. What happens on the podcast. That's right. Really what happens in this Closet yeah, this stays in this yeah. closet underneath the stairs where I belong, right. where there's no service. Right, that's great. Mm. I'm not even recording this. This is just for. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, we're just shooting. <laughs> about that. Yeah. yeah. It's not even. Yeah. yeah. These we're aren't even connected to anything. No, I know. Nope. Neither am I. Just dangling. <laughs> yeah. What are you drinking? Uh, some type of uh smoothie. It's uh. That looks like really healthy. Yeah, it's got kale in it, which makes mm. makes it real healthy. The superfood. I'm trying. I'm trying to eat better. I don't know. Like I said, being on the road as much as I am, yeah. that's you difficult. Just eat shit all the time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, my body finally was like, uh, "We need a change here, dude. You can't yeah. eat hamburgers every meal." Wait, and your and your body hasn't rejected kale? Um, <laughs> not yet. I mean, it's, not yet. It's 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 not great. It's uh, I mean, it tastes good. I'm just saying, my body's like, wait, what the fuck right. is this? Where's the burger? <laughs> what is this? What are yeah. you doing to us? Yeah. But it's fine. I'm, I'm trying. I just feel like it takes so much work. I've been meal prepping for my boyfriend, and same thing. I'm like, man, that is so much work. It's so much easier to be like, cook out. What's up? Give me right. those curly fries. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's true, but. I don't even think cook out has curly fries. I don't know. I Whatever. Don't it shows how much I eat yeah. cook out. <laughs> McDonald's own Chick-fil-A. That's Oof. where it's at. Oof. My body doesn't even recognize that as food. Yeah. <laughs> because McDonald's it's, is like eating yeah. plastic or something. Yeah. Right. It is. It's like, hmm. 
Do you it's eat just a lot in the of shape of a burger? <laughs> do you eat a lot of uh, comedy club food? I mean, like it's so yeah, easy to just kind of yeah, because yeah, you're there at the what, club and it's what the they're... option, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, it's gotten better. They have some places have hummus and shit. <laughs> you should just start ordering it. Um, I need my event catered. Yeah, yeah. exactly. With well, salads. They actually, uh, they actually hooked me up yesterday. They got me some some healthy nice stuff. Food. Yeah, good. I was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, it, there's not a lot of you don't think of health food and comedy clubs in the mm-mm, same. Mm-mm. You don't in the same sentence. You don't think of going out and having healthy food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess love that's a good yuck yuck burger. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What it like the haha fries or whatever yeah, they yeah, exactly. call awesome. them here in the the Richard Pryor chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, that screams healthy. Yeah, exactly. So healthy. Where can I find you on social media? Uh, Just Blue Comedy is my Facebook and my Twitter and Instagram. Wow. All right. Yeah, you've got it all in sync. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Is that the first? You just this is a revelation. Yeah, I was like, man, how did I do that? <laughs> No, Facebook's been blowing up. I'm uh, over 900,000 followers now, which is wow. pretty wow. big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's amazing what posting kitty memes will do. <laughs> do you post the same thing on all three? No. Mm-mm. See, I, that's smart. That's where I, I come into social it. media. It just drives me crazy. People post the same shit on both. I'm like, why am I following on both? Right. I try to keep it separate and, uh, you know. Dick pics on one only. Yeah, yeah. Instagram's definitely a dick pic. Right. <laughs> Or the um, Evergreen State College mascot, yeah, whatever yeah, you want right. to call it. Exactly. You could alternate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Perfect. Is this? Yeah. It's, is this a dick or a gooey duck? <laughs> or as I like to say, a geo duck. Yeah. They all taste the same. <laughs> we, we knew what you meant. Yeah. You guys both have sexy voices, by the way. Well, Thanks. Oh, wow. Thank You're you. Welcome. Yeah. Wow. We, See, and, but we, we've you and I have talked about that before. That you you, yeah. you had you could have a future in in that. Yeah, I also have, bartend, yeah. so if I bartend too much, my voice goes even raspier. Yeah. Which right. is it's, when I need to start doing my yeah. sex telephone. I think. What was it? Isn't start there someone now, who now, on like Xbox Xbox Live or something where they like? There's a woman who just like plays video games with oh, like, yeah, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I thought about doing that, but right? then I thought, you know, I don't want to get the kids too riled <laughs> as I'm failing miserably on their video games. What does the, the X or the O button do? <laughs> They'd be like, oh my God, get her off of here. <laughs> no, I think you'd be a big hit. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's way better than playing video games, let me tell you. All right. I'm on to something. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your new career. That's yes. <laughs> next week when you're not on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been real. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate this. I'm out. You can send a thank you note to Josh. <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> I like it. All right. We'll come see Josh this weekend. Two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. And then he flies back to the sunny city of Denver. Can't wait. I'm excited. Well, happy holidays. Yeah. Same. I guess that's politically correct. Merry Christmas. All that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, thanks for having me on this podcast. It's been lovely. Yeah, definitely. All right. Come out and see him and follow him at Josh Blue Comedy. Please do. On all those different social media platforms. Oh, yeah. Why? Why? Uh, (laughs) Earworms. A man walks down the street. He says, Why am I soft? Okay, guys, BarkBox. Now, we've been talking about BarkBox with you for like a month. We know that you're you're clicking on the link. You're going to the site. You're checking it out because we get those statistics and numbers and stuff like that, but you're not pulling the trigger. Uh, and, and, and we get it. You know, it takes a little bit of time to decide. But look, you love your dog. Do it for your dog. Do it for us, but do it mostly for your dog. You, you make your dog happy. You make yourselves happy happy as well. Here's how BarkBox works. And this special deal, um, honestly, that uh, we've worked out with BarkBox is pretty awesome. It's basically an extra free month. You already get one month when you sign up for the six or 12 month package at BarkBox. I'll explain what it is in a minute. Uh, When you sign up for the six or 12 month package, you you already get one month for a dollar. We're offering you a second month for free. So an extra free month of BarkBox at uh, get barkbox.com slash 
Comedy Zone. Now, here's here's what you get with BarkBox. You love your dog. Every month, BarkBox paw picks the best all-natural treats and innovative toys to match your dog's unique needs based on the size of your dog. You put some information in. They know how big your dog is, and they're able to curate these boxes specifically for your dog. All the edibles are made in the USA or Canada and 100% tested on animals in a good way. Uh, it's it's a great way. BarkBox is a great way to try a, a variety of treats and toys from local and small businesses that you might not otherwise be able to find. Each monthly box has a theme. Last month was Pooh York City. Uh, this month's box, I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be pretty cool. There's new and unique toys that your dogs will absolutely love. And if your dog does, doesn't like something in the box, Sammy Joe's talked about this before, uh, we'll send you something they'll love for free. BarkBox is all about the dog happiness. Also, free shipping on any bark box within the continental United States. And when the dog falls in love with something from the box, you can easily find it again at BarkShop.com or the app by texting BarkBox. So here's how this works. Uh, you go to GetBarkBox.com slash ComedyZone. That's GetBarkBox.com slash ComedyZone to get your extra month of BarkBox for free. You love your dog. You're listening to this podcast, so clearly you have an affinity for us as well. Why not help us both out? Make your dog happy. Make us happy. It's the best way to help this podcast continue to do what it does and to help your dog continue to do what it does, and that's making you happy while you make your dog happy. It Look, everybody wins. There's no reason to not do this. Get BarkBox.com slash ComedyZone. Back on the Comedy Zone podcast, Al Madrigal is here. Al, hey. how are you? How are you? There you are. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay. Just monkeying around with the levels because I got new carpet in yes. the uh, studio here. Brand and shiny this is new actually, carpet. You know, I'm not familiar with the, this club, but this is the first time I'm here. Okay. And uh, it's one. It's underground, which is great. That's what I like in a comedy club. There's DC Improv, Comedy Works right. in Denver, the old Cobbs Comedy Club. And people don't know, it's like acoustically, these low ceilings and sort of packing people into a room like this is yeah. just great for stand-up. It's yeah. You're going to like this room, I think. Um, you're going to find that the sound, I mean, the sound really, I mean, they'll get almost 400 people into this room. So wow. it really, um, like, you know, like you said, the low ceiling, the fact that it is underground, it's a, mm -hmm. it's a really, really good room for comedy. Awesome. Um, and you want to kind of have that kind of dungy sort of underground feel in a comedy club. Yeah. You want to feel like, like, you know, when you're walking in, you want to have a little bit of like, am I safe here? Mm -hmm. Is this and is I, uh, be okay? waitresses that have been there way too long, <laughs> just walking around surly? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. All the door guys are desperate for two minutes of stage time. Yeah, yeah. I like seeing those door guys do stand up. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. One of my favorite moments was when I was working at the Ontario Improv. I was featuring for comic who since passed away, Freddie Soto, uh -huh. uh, who's a very funny comedian. And you can look him up. And uh, this door guy came up. And said, can I do a guest spot? Well, prior to that, it's Friday Night Late Show. And we're thinking, this is maybe the ugliest yeah. audience I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, these are the meanest looking people. And I looked at Freddie and I go, I'd fight this audience against <laughs> any other audience I've ever performed in front of. And we'd win. Like, the women had neck tattoos. <laughs> and it's just, it was a, a brutal looking group. And this kid ate it in such a horrible way. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I like seeing door guys. Uh, yeah. 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 We do a show. I, I co-produce a show here called um, Funny on the Fly where we give the comics a list of topics, and they've got 30 minutes. It's like a set list, I'm kind yeah, of, except they've list. got 30 minutes to put their their uh, um, set together. And um, we were, and we had taken the show down to um, Greenville, uh, South Carolina, and this uh, this young man came up. I think he thought it was a normal open mic night. And said, I'm, you know, I'm new to comedy. I'm, you know, I'm new to town. Can I go up? And I looked at my co-producer and I was like, we had a spot. So we thought, you know, do you understand what the show is? And so we explained to him. And he said, yeah, sure. I, 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 you know, that's, yeah, we'll do that. It was the longest six minutes I've ever seen anybody do. But to the kid's credit, he, he plowed through the set. He, you know, he did his bit. He got I, no laughs. zero laughs in the entire six minutes. But. 
but I gave him credit. I mean, he, he you know he plowed through it, and that's it. And that that's the also the thing is like with me and guest sets, and I was like, comics are going to hear this if it plays and start lining up for yeah. guest sets. But I don't mind giving a guest set away. It's like as long as it's not a late show because I yeah. just want to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> but I um I don't I w- you need those opportunities yeah. as a comic to go up and figure stuff out, and so you need to go up in front of a crowd on Friday yeah. or Saturday night. It's tough if you're only going up on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. You have to struggle sometimes, don't you? Yeah. Isn't that the... No, that's, I think everybody needs to struggle. Yeah. And to, to also, too much too soon, then you really don't know how good you are. You don't know to, to appreciate it. You don't know to be polite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, uh, you need to pay your dues. Yeah, I I um I call that the Billy Squire syndrome. Remember that th- that album, that Billy Squire uh, uh, "Don't Say No." I guess album so. had the yeah. stroke. It had it, it hits just, right out of it, the gate. hits just hit after hit after hit on that album. Never ever matched it. Oh, it, wow. it and and so that yeah, that, it, it, it's uh, you can't have too much too soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then also fame is fleeting. You know, you don't want to attach too much to that. And yeah. You just want to be sort of. I got advice early on: is just sort of be nice to everybody. Yeah. 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 Now you've done a lot for comics as far as uh, I mean, as far as getting uh, 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 encouraging comics to kind of take control of their own of their own. Careers. Yeah, I think everybody should own their own content. Yeah, but it, it, so you launched the All Things Comedy Network. Yep. With uh, Bill Burr, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And it, it was it, started in 2013, mm-hmm. and then we uh, started with 10 podcasts. We now have 65 podcasts. We um, are starting our own studio. We're trying to get funding right now. We partnered with a company called Soapbox Films that really hasn't been announced. Uh, we're um, going to be, yeah, starting to go after yeah. branded content, integrated marketing, making our own videos, eventually making our own TV shows, and then having comics own as much as yeah. they possibly can. We have a record company. Our record deal is 90% of the money goes to the comedian. That's unheard of. Yeah, yeah 10% yeah. just goes to cover our accounting costs. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's amazing. So they get to maintain ownership of that because I think with all the comedians signing up, and we have Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, Eddie Pepitone, Tom Papa, Harlan Williams, Ari Shafir, like, yeah, there's this huge list of comics, Jen Kirkman, um, you know, Christina Pazitsky, and you go down this list of, uh, we have all these comics, but they know that Bill is fine. Bill doesn't need yeah, a dime, yeah. and, and I'm not looking to make money off of it either. So what is the company set up to do is just be a distribution platform yeah. for comedians but we want to basically have all those companies set up and eventually we want to do our specials and give everybody the most fair deal possible yeah so that's what really what we're trying to do but if you go to allthingscomedy.com and you sort of look at our message i think bill still has up we have a, we're working on a new website right now but in the old version of this website if you go to us and about us there is this message from bill who's like he doesn't want there to be a behind the music situation <laughs> with uh, stand up comics because right. when business people see an opportunity to jump in and t- you know take a cut of something yeah. that is successful but it's unnecessary for them to take a cut when we can they always had distribution over our heads right right but now they don't right. have distribution over our heads anymore right. so now we can really if we can start distributing our own content what do you need anybody else for yeah so. Because it used to cost, you know, you'd have to print five hundred thousand CDs or whatever. But yeah, you needed a network. To, yeah. You needed the guy to put him in the stores and stuff like that. But now yeah. they don't go in the stores anymore. Yeah. We had Paul Verzi, who's you know uh, Bill's opener for a very funny comic. And, you know, he had a number one album uh, yeah. off on iTunes from yeah. you know Canada, and yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's interesting to me with uh, you know if you like at what what you know podcasting has done for comedy and what now what you know what you guys are doing how kind of the individuals are figuring out the internet much faster than the corporations are yeah it's um it's porn it all goes back <laughs> to porn exactly um, right yeah it's uh it's, uh, porn people figure yeah. it out and then everybody follows yeah. in suit mm-hmm. it's the whole reason we can watch movies at home now that's right. was because of the porn industry porn. in the in the 70s thank you porn thank you porn for everything <laughs> So you're 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 uh, you've been around 
a while, a long time. I yeah. mean, you, you, I mean, you're 18 of yeah. doing stand-up, I think, yeah. Started in San Francisco, moved to L.A. in 2003, Daily Show in 2011, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 um, it, what did The Daily Show do for you as far as, I mean, I have a pretty good idea what The Daily Show did for you, but you know, what did The Daily Show do for you as far as not only your your exposure, but your view of of your own comedy? Did it kind of change the way you're, no, you I, look at comedy? No, you know, for me, actually, it didn't change anything. I've always been sort of a storyteller, um, you know, it, with a couple bits that I'm doing. I have this big cilantro bit that I do that hopefully you'll, are you going to stick around for shows? Um, I'm going to be here on Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So you'll see that and then you'll see how it's a little bit different. But I've always yeah. liked, you know, in terms of the comics that I've loved, it's like, you know, Greg Giraldo, Patrice, yeah. and it's like I love, uh, I don't know, just comics up there really being themselves. And then also there being some substance to it as well. And that's mm-hmm. what I learned on The Daily Show is that there needs to be like some heart to it. It needs to be smart and it also can be silly at the same time. Yeah. So I'm trying to do all three things in all of these bits. And I'm practicing for this hour special right now. So if you see this set, this is sort of a, this is the hour. And I'm trying to just, you know, take a couple of weeks yeah. to really tie everything together and see what happens. I mean, with Trump being actually elected, that um, twists things around a little bit. But yeah. I think it yeah. actually gives some of these jokes more staying power. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, do you... What, it, it, I definitely want to talk about your special because you're recording it in a cemetery, which I find fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I know they do a a bunch of stuff at that particular cemetery, but I do yeah. want to – I'm kind of curious how you pick that venue. But with, with the Trump issue and then recording an hour-long special, like you look at what like you know Lewis Black is doing and I guess, you know, depending on what happens with the Trump presidency and things like that, will that – Will the thing that he does, or will that sort of timely comedy, will it hold up over, you know, a few years from now? Will people still look it back and find it funny? Or, you know, assuming we have electricity you know, in a few I years. I have, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and everybody's in their basement huddled together and listening to That's it. Right. Will it hold up? I, um, have a, I have a pretty decent comedy album collection, yeah. Yeah. and uh, not a lot of it holds up. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just want people to watch it when it comes out. Yeah. And again, it's everything that I find funny now, and I'm just not worried about the longevity of yeah. it you know, yeah. and staying power. I'm going to put out these three or four albums that I've got in me and yeah. uh, probably right off into the sunset. I, I, I think this might be... I'm just like I like putting audio out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just not how sure how much longer we sort of have been talking about this all morning, but I act and I'm writing on other stuff right. and then I do stand up in town. Yeah. So I do stand up in LA. Yeah. I'm sort of cool with and then, you know, if I this T V show that I'm on, you know, becomes popular then my stand up is gonna be you know, this showtime special is somehow becomes popular. Mm-hmm then that feeds a whole new audience. I may go out, but my days of going to comedy clubs and hoping people show up are completely over. Yeah, like I'm yeah. Not, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's sort of, it's a great place to be because yeah. uh, I am completely comfortable with where I'm at. And then also I have these two kids and as if I have a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old and I just want to be present. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not looking to, um, you know, when I see one of my buddies, Steve Byrne, Who's mm-hmm. doing a different club, or Burt Kreischer doing different clubs every single weekend? Yeah. Like that's great, and you sort of envy that a little bit. And grass is always greener, but when I'm, you know, traveling around like every single weekend, I'd be, I know I'd be miserable. I need to be home. Yeah, like, yeah. I went. To, I was in uh, Raleigh, and the uh, last couple of days, I went to this place called Pipes by George, mm-hmm. and uh, bought a pipe. <laughs> So you're ready to... I'm ready to... <laughs> you're ready to get a silk bathrobe and just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm ready stay to home. sit on a, uh, a reclining <laughs> chair. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I have three hammocks at my house. Nice. 
Excellent. And I don't sit them in, in them as nearly as much as I'd like. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'm busy with the, you know all things comedy. We're starting our own studio. I have this deal with Viacom where I, they're they're producing six of my shows, and so I have yeah. all this other stuff going on. It's like stand up is fantastic. And I forget what even got us into this in the first place about the Daily Show, like informing stand-up and just stand-up in general. But I think stand-up is fantastic, and I will always do it. Yeah, yeah. But I'd hope to do it in a way like where, like Ray Romano still does it. Right, right. But maybe what sixteen dates a year or something like he that. He can. That, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, David Spade still does it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's got to say something. Judd Apatow's got all the money in the world and a million yeah. other things going on, and he's at the store hanging out. Uh huh. So I want to be like one of those guys. There's yeah. Tons of other stuff going on. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. And what? And when you come out, it's a big deal. Yeah. Exactly. Because it. Yeah. That's you awesome. Hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're recording your your uh, special in uh, December. Was it the sixth? Was that the date? December third. December third. I'm sorry. At at the Hollywood. Forever, Forever Cemetery. Cemetery. So there's a Masonic yeah. Lodge there. Yeah. They do a lot of events. So if you watch The Walking Dead, they'll do a Talking Dead Chris Hardwood. <laughs> yeah, host yeah, they just party do out there. Yeah. They'll do events outside, screenings and stuff like that. But um, famous cemetery, Hollywood Cemetery. I think I don't know who all the bodies are, but uh, yeah, there's you know. Yeah, Jane's Jane Mansfield. Yeah, I want to say Marilyn Monroe is there. Yeah, all that old Hollywood. They have yeah. this cool Masonic lodge there that have performed in before. That we were talking about venues. It's like, oh, this is the place. It's like, awesome. a, yeah, it's a hundred and fifty seater. It's wow. sort of perfect the acoustically. It's awesome. And yeah. it's a cool looking room. Joe DeRosa just shot his special there. Okay, yeah. So I think we were just the first two to go in there coincidentally around the same time. But yeah, it's um, it's not bad company. That's amazing. Yeah, I did a Comedy is Dead show there that Duncan Trussell and Natasha Leggero were putting on and had a great set. It's like, oh yeah, this is a perfect place. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you, you've you got um, actually five shows because you're here through Sunday at the Comedy Zone. Yeah, is that unique? Um, a little bit. Yeah, it um, it seems to um, it seems to be happening a little bit more. I think they're trying to make up for me not being here on Thursday. So yeah, that could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's good for you actually since the Panthers have already played. Um, on Sunday, you won't have that that um, yeah, the that audience thing. with the football hangover. Yeah, yeah, that's actually why we don't do funny on the fly. Because uh, um, Sunday night was our night, and so we don't do funny on the fly here during football season. Because there's just no, you know, we don't want to. Yeah. Everybody's watching that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe people will come out on Sunday. Yeah. That'd be good. So you're from uh, San Francisco. You a, a Niners guy? Or? I am big 49er fan. You're, you're having a tough year. Yeah, it's the worst year. <laughs> maybe the worst year I've ever had. Is that right? Yeah. With the yeah, because there were some lean years before Montana though with the 49ers. And then not this bad. Yeah, yeah. Never this bad. I was a tiny kid, but, um, yeah, we'd be sitting there. No one would be in the stands. I I do remember very few people being there. But also, you know, there was time before even Mike Singletary came on and Mike Nolan, where it was like we had Dennis Erickson was our coach. Right, yeah, that's right. And we were two, you know, at one point, yeah, we were two and 14. Yeah, yeah. Brutal. Yeah, if it makes you feel any better, I'm from Detroit, so I'm a I'm a Lions fan. Well, I think well, so, the Lions have offered hope, though. Yeah, but that's all. They've, they've, they've never, it's never. They've won one playoff game in my lifetime. Wow. And I I might just turned fifty this year. The one playoff game in my lifetime. Wow. All right. It's it's brutal. No, I, we have <laughs> the, the problem is that also as a 49er fan, you have a history of winning, and to right. see the team this bad, yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. But do you still like, like you know? Do you go back and go those you know? Gosh, those Montana, Montana and Steve Young years were, were great. Yeah, you know they were what awesome. I mean? No, so no, that, and even the Colin Kaepernick bit, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, NFC yeah. Championship games yeah. were amazing. Yeah, uh, we had the Jim Harbaugh years not mm-hmm. too long ago. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It is kind of um, it's a shame that they ran off Harbaugh. I, I don't feel know like. if they did that. Yeah, don't you don't know, think? I don't know if that happened. Uh, you think he went on his own? Yeah. It's in, because now there's rumors that he'll he'll bail on Michigan too. I think in like he's the next couple a, of years. Yeah, he's a guy who wants. He's a Rolling Stone. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he likes to move around. Yeah. So he's never going to be anywhere too long. Yeah. He'll have a history of winning. Each place he goes, he'll go back to the NFL. 
mm-hmm. and um, be successful there too. But yeah. also a total crazy person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, completely crazy. It's a drag too because I'm a <coughs> I'm a Michigan State guy. Yeah. So to see Michigan, it was so much fun to see Michigan struggle and get beat by you but know Appalachian how about State and, with the immediate success that guy had. It's it's. Weird because the cupboard was pretty bare when he came in. I mean, yeah, they didn't have so a quarterback. He winning with yeah bad players. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the coach does have more impact than you think. You know, you he think does. it's just kind so of the figurehead. Yeah, we're, we're learning that with Jim Kelly, yeah. uh, Chip Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So Al, you were here uh, two shows Friday night. If you're listening to the, to the podcast on the day um, it comes out, two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday night. You can get your tickets, of course, at cldcomedyzone.com and uh, follow the Comedy Zone and everything else. Where can uh, folks find you on the Twitter and the Facebook? Oh, and- it's just my name, but I'm not really president. I wouldn't follow me on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, think I don't think I've should, ever had anyone say that. I think you should shut it off. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's I think that's probably good advice in general. I think yeah. for the Twitter, but I think it's distracting you from what you want to do. Yeah. And um, I haven't posted anything to Instagram. Every time I think to post it, anything to Instagram, it's like it just seems like you're sort of bragging. Yeah. Or like yeah. You're, it you're, does. You're, you're need. You're needy. Yeah. Yeah. And like yo, I have two cute dogs. <laughs> <laughs> don't you think that comics are kind of needy in general though yeah but doesn't um, in a different way it, totally yeah but uh I do, I do remember when i was introduced to my wife who didn't want to de- have anything to do with me because of my friend uh now my good friend who introduced us he said uh no 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 don't worry he's he's not mm. he's not a normal comic <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we didn't. Um, we didn't get a chance. Um, I'm sure you've been talking all morning, but um, we didn't get a chance to talk about them. Like, this is actually our first, our first uh, new podcast since the um, election. So we're still kind of processing a lot of. Yeah, a crazy. lot of I what went down. Shocking for a lot of people. I yeah. think I'm, re- I'm le- reading a USA Today that's in front of me talking about. All Trump's promises, and I think you know we're going to have to see what happens. I think the most frightening thing for a lot of people should be this sort of motley crew of advisors that he's yeah. assembling. It's like Suicide Squad for politicians. You have yeah. a lot of crazy, corrupt individuals that are going to be supporting him and making some key decisions. I'm not worried about Trump, just like you know nobody should have been worried about Obama right. because it's a position where it's very difficult to get things done. Mm-hmm. But if he made a tremendous amount of promises to the people that supported him, and um, I think it's going to be difficult for him to to maintain that. Yeah. And the state of politics in the United States is such that I think of things that will just be start being really accomplished on a local level. Yeah. And all of us will just move to the communities that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you're going to live in San Francisco. Just yeah. be with your own man. Yeah, and leave live in Los Angeles and just be, with, and that's sort of happening already. And yeah. people migrate to those areas, but um, I think that uh, everyone just has to acknowledge. You know, it's it's tough because it's, with the United States the way it is and the way it was founded, it's this huge melting pot that people and it's just continuing to become that and you look at latinos in the united states and you look at you know the the italians and the irish had the hard time prior to them and so everyone just has to recognize that we're a country of immigrants yeah yeah everything will be fine yeah it's the same thing with comedians actually we bring it all back together there's plenty of work for all of us that's what we did with all things comedy is you take a bunch of dissimilar people that are used to be like fi- think like they were fighting for the same jobs. They're not fighting for the same jobs. There's plenty no. of jobs. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. There should be very little infighting amongst comics. So that's what really what we're trying to do with all things comedy is like all support each other for the yeah. common good. And if we do that as a country, I think we'll be great. Yeah. But you'd hate to see what the most frightening thing after this election is like a, this underbelly of white nationalism. Right. And right. uh, people saying horrible things to Asian women at gas stations right. and uh, 
just, yeah, that needs to stop. Yeah. Now, those people were racist prior to that. Yeah. And yeah. I was going to actually do a special called Everybody's Racist. You know, I, my Mexican grandmother was like the most racist person I've ever met. <laughs> so you got to realize yeah. that everybody yeah. has more in common than you think yeah. in yeah. hating others. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're um, – it's – it's tricky because you know I just say when I have kids I don't want I don't want there to be a war I don't want right. there to be any domestic terrorism we've got it so good here and yeah. then I think I don't think trickle down economics works I don't think right. that I I'm fine yeah. I am totally good I'm an entertainer I will make money we we are yeah. totally fucked yeah yeah <laughs> I think, I think I'm good right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like, but in general, yeah. yeah, we as a unit are not cooperating the best we possibly can. Yeah, and because again, like anything, if you do cooperate and everybody sticks together, you can accomplish so much more. Yeah, yeah, but that I feel like we're not wired that way. No, we're not wired to cooperate. Yeah, and then you know, it's 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 interesting. We're, you're even you're competitive, even if you're like a real estate agent at an office with other realtors, and you're all technically independent contractors. You're all looking over your shoulders yeah. and like, I can't believe he sold a yeah. McDonald's yeah. estate, <laughs> like or whatever yeah, it what? is. And this, it, yeah, everybody can learn to just cooperate and um, work together. I think we're yeah. we're fine. Yeah. But that's never going to happen, like you said. It, it is not going to happen. So let's end on that note. Where it's, it's never going to happen and we're off. I that's went what. to BePrepared.com, mm -hmm. uh, which is an emergency preparedness stuff. I'm going to get uh, uh, all my rations um, and uh, water supplies yeah. and everything like that. I'm going to stock up. Well, when the time comes, if you need a place to, to hide... This the bunker. This is yeah the bu <laughs> the bunker. This is this is the perfect place. Our little right. corner of the uh, of the comedy zone. El, awesome. thanks a lot for hanging sure, out sure. with us, man. We appreciate it. Right. Uh, five shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Get your tickets Great. early. Al, thanks a lot. Later. What happened over there? Uh, I blame YouTube. Okay, yeah. that's good. It's always YouTube. I blame for everything. That's right. Hanging out with the Sklar brothers. Thank you. Yes, I found hanging. them and I lost my voice along the way. I so. know. What happened to your voice? Let's be honest. <laughs> Were you in a Japanese yelling contest? I was. I won though. You did win. Yeah. yeah. And then she celebrated by yelling, which was her mistake. Right. Yeah, she had her voice. You had your voice, and then you celebrated the victory at the Japanese yelling right. contest. And now here I am. I had to forfeit my I'm title. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. And I have my acceptance speech voice. So. Well, for a brief period of time, there was a Japanese man who was like winning the Nathan's Hot Dog Fourth of July, right? Hot dog eating contest every year. So Kobayashi, we, it's, it's time for Is you. Time for us to go over and then start winning. Takiru, some, Takiru Kobayashi. Time for us to go over there and start winning some of their contest so you're saying i shouldn't start eating hot dogs now because i could try and do that i just feel like it would give me a bad rep no you're and you're in too good a shape you're you tiny you're in health hey, you're in good shape looks gonna be deceiving why because maybe i can eat a ton yeah yeah, yeah maybe you? you've got like a hollow leg can you eat a lot yes uh, really what do you no i, I mean you i don't eat. know i eat a you lot eat normal i guess do you exercise a lot uh, i teach kids to dance at bar and bat mitzvahs what is it with everyone being? We connected? just did a radio thing with a guy who DJs at bar and bat mitzvahs. So Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> you teach kids to dance. I'm the party motivator. I'm the hype, the hype girl. For reals. For reals. And I've been doing fun? it for like nine years. Is it fun? Or are you just like um, at a point? Are you like get these these Jewish kids? Let's get them out of here. No, some of them are nice. It's usually the kids that haven't been to bar and bat mitzvahs that are assholes. How really? Many, how many little Jews try to have sex with you? Well, now that they're 21, because I started, uh -huh. you know. So oh yeah, now they're 21. Now they come into my bar and they're like, "So if you want to hang out, I'm like, no, get so out." You yeah. you I, taught you how to I taught you how to macarena, you right. fuzzy mustache right. little Jew. Right. I'm, I've been in your spank bank for a decade. Please leave me alone. <laughs> That's I make a deposit. Is spank bank the name of this podcast? If it's not, it needs. <laughs> it, to needs to it will be. It, it needs is to now. be. Are you That's a member of FDIC? Spank bank. Member FDIC. Look, they say Charlotte is the banking capital of the world. <laughs> it right. might as well also have yeah, the, spank the spank bank. banking right. capital of the world. You got to make a deposit. I think that's a solid idea. I, you know, is it wrong to uh, say that when I was a child, I made most of my spank bank deposits in an offshore? <laughs> <laughs>
No, it's just truthful. Down, we in, the, the truth. down in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> I didn't want anyone to be able to track it. Uh, they used to call my penis the big short. <laughs> Part of the housing market down in the collapse. This is going off track quickly. And is I it going like off it. track or is it going? What do we exa- need to get into? What like, we, for real? What do we need what to handle? What business has to happen here? This is the business. There is no Thank track. You. Just Thank the you. banking business. Thank okay. Just the banking just business. Just that. Of Charlotte. How, how many times have you guys been to Charlotte? This is our second time here. The first time was such a whirlwind. We were doing the History Channel show and the we, United States of America. And we went to um, Winston-Salem and the... Pit Crew U, and so we were and around. The pit Crew U? Pit Crew U is kind of near Winston Salem. It's oh. like where they teach pit crews how to like, you know. Oh, it's an actual thing. Oh it's yeah, like it's like an a, amusement park. No, Pit Crew People U go to is school and learn how to be like pit crew. Yeah, like how members. to run the lug nut machine and all the other stuff. It's it's which look, goes along with our spank bank. That's exactly lug, lug nut and nugget. spank bank. Yeah. Uh, so they, so so we were there, and then we did uh, some brief. Man on the street stuff here in Charlotte. Okay. I didn't even remember being here. Someone to be came here. to the show last night and he's like, You interviewed me on the street for you for United States of America. And we're like, All right. I was, cool. They're like, Here. We, I don't you did it you. here. And I was like, Oh, shoot. I completely forgot. Because we were, were you drunk the whole time? Well, I'm, I'm drunk now. Yeah. Um, no, but we that. just we just were like, So so we haven't really been here. Okay. Now and I feel like now we're here. Now we're right. actually really experiencing Charlotte. You guys Charlotte. have kind of been on a whirlwind. We were here just in. Well. Oh, here, yeah. We're doing oh everything God. we can because we're doing a podcast of our own in addition to doing stand up. It's like not enough for us to just do right. stand up in the Normal stand ups come to town and they stay in their room and masturbate all day and then come to the show. Bank, 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 bank. They get their right. deposits. And then they come to stand up because stand up. I mean, the well, worst part of stand is that spank banking now is the mobile version. Oh, yeah. Just, just There's just an app for that. All over your phone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, you know, what people don't realize is when you go do stand up at night, it's exhausting. It's like a day's full of work packed into, especially if you're doing two shows. So I'm like, you only work two hours a day. That's not right. If when you're in an office, because we used to work in offices, I don't think I work two hours in a whole day. Like for real right. work, right. you are you messing it around. Out. Right, you spread yeah. it out Facebook-ing. over time. Yes. We didn't even have Facebook. We didn't even have Facebook back then when we were working in offices years yeah, ago. Yeah, you're like doing Pinterest. You're doing all these other things instead of doing your job. And right. maybe collectively you do two hours. Right. When you're doing stand up, you're still doing those two hours, but it's all laser focused. Right. And then afterwards, we love meeting the fans and talking to those people and being funny and that but that's kind of stuff. That's another part of the job. It's another part of the job. Sure. It's like another hour after each show. So we love it. It's wonderful, but. We're trying to burn it at both ends. We're trying to do as much as we can. So the other podcast that we're doing is it's it's like a it's like this American life for stand up, essentially. Okay. Whenever we go into a town, what we found is when we start to do our headlining set, we try and do some material about the town that we're in and what we're experiencing in that town. Without making a huge effort, we still were like, Okay, comedy has taken us to Charlotte and now we're here. Should we just hang out in our hotel room or should we go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame? Should we check out Price's Chicken no. Coop? Yes. Should we go to the I mean go to a zillion different other places yeah. and things to do? Yes, we should do it all. Should we go to uh Amelie's yeah. uh bakery. Yes, bakery after the show last night? Should we go over to Noda and check out I mean microbreweries? Yep. There are microbreweries everywhere now. We parked the car and six microbreweries popped up while we were parking the car. <laughs> I saw a microbrewery pop up in a woman's purse. Yeah, literally. It was a wow. very small microbrewery. Very micro. But they had wow. tremendous beer selection. They have IPAs? They, had they have tons IPAs. of IPAs. Wow. And like a and even a cider, a cherry-based yeah, cherry wow. dry, cider. but delicious. Uh, and so we feel like we have to experience this town in order to then write comedy about it. Sure. And if we can make locals laugh at themselves in a, in a way, right. not as outsiders, but as like, hey, this is what we've experienced. Right. That is a great accomplishment, and it's a challenge to us. We're like, how long can we go before we get into our first prepared right. jokes? Plain so lands we have two days. We're very overachievy. Um, so it seems it's ambitious. a lot. It's it's a lot, and so we're kind of running around. So we did the press today, and then we're going to do. So what time did you go to bed last night? Bed last night was 1:30. around one thirty, and then woke uh, up at like six forty-five this morning to go do six fifty to go do press. Yeah. So yeah, and then we have two shows tonight. So event, and we're doing this podcast. So eventually, we are going to have to get some rest. Now, where do you record your podcast? When so you're- we have a like Zoom. portable device that then comes with us, and we have a producer, Scott Regalski. Does it vibrate? Because that's yeah. not. Is a that, that, that's material. not the that's same something. device that you it's use. Not? No, it's no, not the not thing that the no. Because you, you, I didn't know it was recording. Yours is called the Rabbit. Oh, <laughs> all right. Or dolphin. So, or the dolphin, right? Is yours right. called the dolphin? Yeah, it's. No. It's got a smooth, it's got a smooth back. What do you call it? The, 
What? Hey, don't portal? look at me. The portal? Do not look at the me. portal. The bla- portal. Oh, I thought you said portal is in Blake Bortles. <laughs> oh, your what? vibrator is a portal that takes no. you to a different time? <laughs> yes. Does your vibrator take you back to JFK? <laughs> it's like the if Hulu I, show. If I put 11, the dial right, yeah. 11, 22, 63. You, you have to turn it to, how much do I put? As you're orgasming, you wind up in the back of a diner. It's kind of exciting, though. <laughs> with Chris Cooper, and you have to stop the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> that is an insane. You're a history the time, teacher. The time-traveling vibrator. The time-traveling vibrator would be there. fantastic. Like It's I, funded by the Spank Bank. I mean, that would be like, I. you'd be like, I came so hard, I went back to 1060. <laughs> you know what I mean? I went back to the Visigoths. <laughs> and then nobody can compete with that sex life. Nobody compete with compete. Nobody can compete with a vibrator, right? Because a vibrator is a machine, right? It's, it is. No one wants to compete with a vibrator. <laughs> yeah, no. It's not fair, right? Right. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm not asking. You wouldn't know, to compete. right? <laughs> Never even had sex. What? What? And you Virgin. just bring the vibrator out as you're teaching the kids how to dance at bar mitzvahs. It's a wand, right? Yeah. It's it, it's an animal wand. It's an animal. Hey guys. Hey, Do God. this dance move exactly. Watch me whip <laughs> and watch me nene. <laughs> uh, so you teach them how to whip and nene. I do, but most kids know how to do that. But when they get to yeah, the bar, because now time. that you were asking, are they good kids? Some of them are. Some of them are just you know dirty birds. Are they jackasses? Yeah. Why? Um, well, some kids like have have learned to say no to elders, so mm. they'll you know if I'm like hey. I need everybody in here, or I need you not to be throwing things at people. But like, no, you're not. I mom. need you not to be throwing things at people. Should right. should should be something that like you do, you should you should never that. have to say that to somebody. Right, but I do. That you do all the time. But I do all the hey, time. Hey, I need you not to be throwing things at people. Right. Now, where did you guys grow up? St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. Did you guys have a big um, what is penis? It? Yes. Uh, Jewish community, I think it's yeah, same, same thing. No, I was gonna say, did you have uh, it, your party like, together with like a my penis? It's growing. What a benayim! It's benayim. It's you're yeah. clearly not a Jew. We know that right. about you. Um, but you know, I'm Jewish by association. You are. Are you right? Okay. All the all the Jewish moms are like, are you engaged yet? We're so going out when you are. I'm like, okay. Okay. Nice. Are you, are you engaged anybody? yet? No. Do you have a boyfriend? Yes. And why hasn't he asked Isn't you to marry? Him? What um, the hell? Because I told him, I was like, pay off your shit. I'll pay off mine. I don't want to plan that. a wedding right now. That's right. I get that. Okay. That's, so, a, great, that's a good plan. Know. It's a good plan. Right. Um, yes, we had a bidet mitzvah. We was did it, it crazy? It was pretty fun. It was pretty low-key, I think. I think people who are non, like not in the Jewish community don't realize how big those parties can well, be. Well, they, they can get very big. I mean, Nicki Minaj shows up to like bar right? mitzvahs and like kids in Miami come right. riding in from eight miles out in the ocean on a jet ski. I it's can't like, believe Nicki Minaj went to a bar mitzvah and called out Iggy Azalea. At that was bar unbelievable. Who was at, at bar- another bar mitzvah? She was at another bar mitzvah and she called her out. She was like, woman, you can't be talking this way. With a snap. She snapped it off. She's like, you know. I'm, right. Shit got real at that bar mitzvah. Shit got so real at that bar mitzvah that, like, we basically... That was the theme of the bar, bar mitzvah. Shit, shit got, got real. Shit got so real between Nicki Minaj and Iggy Azalea at that right. bar mitzvah that they had to bury a Torah. <laughs> That's how real shit got at that bar mitzvah. Oh, wow. <laughs> their, beef, their beef got so big that, like, everyone had to fast for 40 days. <laughs> I wasn't That's at that real, one. They had, they had to build a sukkah. That's a real beef. <laughs> like when you know, like, again, it's like gotten so big that people are spending. I mean, I'm sure Nicki Minaj, who did go to a varmint's I mean, it's publicized that she did. Go look it up online. Right. Like was paid to go to one. Right. Yes. She was probably paid like a hundred more than you get paid. A little bit more than you get. So one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Five dollars more than I get. Which is just five bucks more than you. Right. To paid to go and show up and like shake her ass on some thirteen year old kid and which do a is so songs. weird to me. These kids are singing the song like I got a Glock in my Rari. I'm like, shut up. I got a you're, Glock you're sh- in my Rari. Yeah, I mean that's a gun in your Ferrari. No, I know. I know. We no, 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 no. I had that. to explain for Brian. I yeah. thought it was. I had no idea. I that. thought is a metaphor for a penis in your butt. <laughs> It is when Nicki Minaj says it. I got a Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj could put a Ferrari in her butt. That's right. She could put a full park, a full. We met her. We met Nicki Minaj. Her ass is also parking garage. Met Nicki Minaj. We were doing level six. No, we were doing. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I always up on level six? Why can I just go to your tits and get the prepaid ticket put together? (laughs) Boom, boom, like Uh, a dungeon dragon. Boom. So uh, we met her at. 
at this thing we were doing with Kathy Griffin that we were writing for these VH1 divas, VH1 diva thing that she did down on the like the Air Force base or the Army base down near San Diego. So she had it. Kathy Griffin had the funniest joke ever, where she was basically saying that Sarah Palin's daughter was Bristol Palin was like the white precious. (laughs) 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 And she did that in front of about like twenty thousand military people, and we were like, you. Fucking go, girl, man. We yeah, were so, so we, hysterical. I mean, we wrote in the prompter, easy, easy. Like the truth hurts, obviously. Like she, <laughs> like she knew that she was gonna. But get we back. met Nicki Minaj, and she apparently knew who we were. She was super nice to us. But then she said something to Katy Perry, who was also there, who was super cool, so funny, so funny and cool. And we wrote a sketch for. Katy Perry should probably be in a relationship with John Mayer. They're both like yes. comedy. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. That would John be John Mayer's funny. He is funny. He's funny. John Mayer, our friend Jordan Rubin, who's a director and, and former comedian, he and John are really he's friends with him and he yeah. put him in his movie and he's like, he's really funny. Uh and just off the cuff funny. Like those guys should be in a relationship together. That would be Epic. Let's let's start that up. Shall we? Yeah. She you was really nice, the... but Nikki did something that pissed Katy Perry off, and it, it actually we saw her. She like made her cry. Nicki Minaj did something that Wait. made Katy Perry cry at this divas thing. You you saw Katy Perry cry? Yep, at this divas thing. She was like having like a moment, like palpitations, because Nicki Minaj said something to her. What, what did this she is, say? I don't know. And this is before Nicki, this is before Nicki Minaj got as big as she she is. It was right. just coming out. Wow. Mm-hmm. So she even had the power to like. I think she that. said, "I'm not Jasmine. I am Aladdin." Right. Yeah. My daughter's part of the my daughter's too. the genie in Aladdin in two weeks at her school play. Wow. I Is am, Nicki Minaj making an appearance? Nicki Minaj actually said something that made my daughter cry. <laughs> right. She's like, that "You're bitch. not the genie. You're Jasmine." She's like, "Nope, I'm the genie." I'm genie. Why is this big butted woman <laughs> coming so at me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so observations about Charlotte that won't give away your stand-up. Any ones? I mean, we can give away a little bit of it. Look, here's what we know. We walked around downtown, and just every restaurant has smoke coming out of it. There's it's smoke. There's just tons of smoke. Like, Charlotte as a it's town. Like an is, open pit. It's an open barbecue right. pit. Like, if a building caught on fire, I don't think people would know. No. If it smelled like barbecue, no. Yeah, you'd be, be like, like mm, what's what that? Is that? Is that baby back ribs over there? No, that's a baby on fire. That's well, actually well, a Turn her over. Her backside, baby ribs. Her right. backside is pink. The mom's in the corner like, <laughs> you know, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. And crying as she's singing it. I love my baby back, baby back. Well, instead of singing the song, why don't you go over and pick up your baby? Because I like my skin crispy. I want my baby back, baby back. I like my skin crispy. <laughs> so, is that uh, Bristol? That yeah, Bristol. Bristol White Island. Precious. White Precious. So, no, I mean, we, that was really interesting. The, the city of Charlotte, to me, seems like an s- entire city that was just bought at Ikea and put together. They're like, okay, this is the downtown. We got to now put this 30 building. Sorry, and like, and there, there's like four extra pieces. Whenever I buy, yes. Whenever I go to Ikea and put together a shelf, or there's like six extra pieces. What do you do with those pieces? I put them in a plastic bag and I drop them behind my washing machine. It's like they never <laughs> existed. It didn't exist. We've always thought that the name, you know, I love the names of every Ikea thing. Yeah. Flergen Schlergen. I think the name the of the little gun. wrench that comes with every single one or the little thing should be called a sklar. Have you, I've got the sklar well, wrench. Should, I'm trying to twist it in. Fly I mean, it in there. I don't know who I it would. To. It would go away. So there are a the couple. Names. Yeah. Well, there are a couple of extra pieces of Charlotte that they're just going to drop behind uh, Gaston. We're actually going to ship Gastonia. them off with you guys. To What's us? up with Gastonia? What's the vibe on that? What is up with Gastonia? Right. Yeah. Seriously, what are they doing over there? Inbreeding. Well, moonshine. I don't know if there was a video that went viral. It's this lady, and I guess she was on bath salts. Who the fuck knows what she mm-hmm, was on? Mm-hmm. But she was driving in circles in the middle of an intersection at like 9 a.m. It's packed. She just keeps going around, yep. going around, and then goes down an embankment and flips over and then screams about Jesus uh, from or Gastonia. something. Yeah. And yeah, she was, was in Gastonia. I was like, oh, God. Gastonia. So it's looking yeah. good, guys. Right so Gastonia, is it in like a meth portal? or? It's like the cousin you don't claim. Oh, really? So yeah. there's like less teeth than traffic lights sort of a place? Right. Okay. Right. You see like people in the supermarket just pushing like a cart with like 75 Coke Zeros in it. Right. And they're just like... Because they're on sale. Just chewing their just cheeks. chewing their cheek, a hole into their cheeks. <laughs> yes. And then buying lots and lots of cigarettes yeah. as well. Lots of, yes. It's give, me, give me a carton of more red 120s. <laughs> I mean, is it weird that the tobacco industry is kind of... It's somewhat dying. I know in Raleigh and Durham they're like converted all the old tobacco plants into... 
Well, now the big thing is vaping. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Why? Because it takes people money out of the tobacco industry's hands. No, I don't give it. I know yeah, you support big, I'm, big I'm, tobacco. I'm so Why are you such a big supporter more. of big tobacco? I, I need more people to be blowing cigarette smoke in my face so I can sound Isn't like this. Isn't that the worst? On a regular basis. Is that basis. what are happened? Are blaming vaping for your voice right no, now? No, God, no. People were like, can I vape? I'm like, do you. Just don't do you. Do you. You don't say do it. You say do you. I'm like, do you. you do asso- you, Bill. You associate vaping with the person. You're like, right. okay, can I vape? And they're like, I'm going to now tell you who you are. You're a vapor. Do you. She caught the vapors. Yes. She caught the vapors. Yes. I don't know. Are you, Do you guys still go to places that smoking is allowed inside? Um, No. no. And I just remember, like in New York, there when we lived there in the mid like ninety four to ninety nine, there was a place we performed and did comedy. But upstairs was a bar called the Fez in the Time Cafe. Down below was the uh, was it the Fez down below? No, down below was where we used to do this show called Stella, which was a show on Comedy Central. Which the state guys, David Wayne, Michael Showalter, Wet Hot, really fun show. But upstairs there's like this sort of Middle Eastern. It was. When we first moved there and would Smokiest go to Smokiest place on earth. I literally was like, felt like I would give my coat to the coat check girl and then she would light a cigarette and go. <laughs> 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 on every inch of it. Every inch of it. So I'd come home and it literally would be like the inside of an ashtray. I'm like, did you dump an ashtray in this right. for the coat check? <laughs> 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 well, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that it is no longer... It's no longer smoky in there, and I think that's a good thing. I mean, a friend of ours went to went to Poland once, and uh, he said this. This is in the eighties, late eighties, and he said on the plane. And again, this Polish is, air. This is not a Polish joke. This, this is not is a the Polish truth. joke. This is actually really what happened. He said that you could still smoke on planes in Europe, but he said it wasn't the front of the plane could smoke and the back of the plane couldn't. Or Which vice is what way. it should be. Right. It, he said it was the right sure. side of the plane could smoke and the left side was smo- non-smoking. Are you serious? Yeah, that was Polish air. You it's almost want to shake Poland at that point. Be like, like, come what on, are, What are you guys doing? Why was the Polish guy late for work? The, es- the escalator broke down. That's it. That's the point. Of uh, the- <laughs> one of the oldest jokes and the joke that makes you laugh. because it makes you th- It's one step. That's a true story, though. The true escalator. story, smoking on the left side. Oh, yeah. And then not smoking. And the escalator was also a true story. <laughs> okay, so if, if people want to follow you. Follow you know. us on Twitter. We are at Sklar Brothers. Follow us on Instagram. We are Sklar Brothers. Go to supersklars.com and just come see us here in Charlotte. It's going to be fun shows. Really, really uh, fun. All two can, shows a night, right? Two, two shows, shows tonight. Two shows tomorrow night. We got, uh, this is all going out today, right? Yes. yes. On Friday. Okay. All right, we have our good buddy, Nate Fritzen, who's down from New York, who is one of the funniest comedians out there He's right now. He's our feature act. You will love him. And then we've got Adam. Tonight, Adam Cohn from uh, Raleigh. From Raleigh, who grew up in Charlotte, but we oh. met him in Raleigh. He hosted our shows there. He's a feature act who's actually hosting for us tonight. So it's like that high quality all the way through the show. Wow. Really fun show, and, uh, and we're filming Finding the Funny. So come out and see how much... Charlotte material we've come up with and whether or not we get it right. And we may interview at, after the show and, and get your uh, take on whether we got it or not. Well, from what I heard, you guys nailed it. Thank nailed you. It. Last night was really, I mean, it wasn't, look, we're not nay-nay leaks. Which I can't believe Julie, I can't believe she was a function of Julian Assange. Yeah. You've heard Remember of, the, the Nene leaks? Remember the yeah. Nene leaks? There was oh, all those documents about the uh, we, the Real Housewives of Atlanta that were released. Julian Assange was like the from a mas- hidden area was a mastermind behind WikiLeaks, and so the uh, Nene yeah. leaks was a whole other thing that he released. They, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not disparaging her, but I mean she. But you missed her. She sold out both of her shows here. Right. Yeah. Ours was not a sold out show on a Thursday night. It's our first time in Charlotte. We are trying to sell these shows out. So if, listen, wear some stilettos. I know. Say girl by, girl by, girl by, and what? you'll sell out. That's what she says. Girl by when she's when she's when she's mad. Want to talk to you? Yeah, yeah. girl by, girl by. The Comedy Zone podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever.